the college basketball experience, Ohio Valley 2023-24 conference preview and picks uh, edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added pick'em scorchers where you can win 100 times that you put in. That's right, turn five into five hundo in just one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Promo code SGPN and Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get first uh, 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, that, that load management's back. Everybody's sitting out, but get over there to the NBA Gambling Podcast to celebrate because they're giving away an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to NBA Gambling or SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash NBA Dog for all details over there today. Welcome to the college basketball experience, Ohio Valley. I love the Valley. I am a I am a former former Ohio Valley representative at the great old Austin P. Governors. Uh, if you're wondering who's yelling at you about the Ohio Valley, I am Moneyline Mac, aka the former former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin. And I can't wait to talk this league because, I, like I said, I spent a huh, what years was it? 2017. 2017 to 2019 in the Ohio Valley. And that was the glory years of the Valley, by the way. John Morant at Murray State. Dylan Windler at Belmont. Two-bid league. Uh, Murray won an NCAA tournament game. Belmont won an NCAA tournament game. Wrong place, wrong time for me, as Brandon Miller would say from Alabama. Uh, because we, could, we, we were good, but we couldn't beat those kind of guys. And that's why they're playing in that filthy NBA. But if... Uh, Enough of that. Let's let's bring in the uh, guy behind the scenes who's always got a uh, he's got a, you know he's all he's always up to something over there with his LeBaron in the state of Michigan. He uh, you, you better watch out. He'll be at an Ohio Valley basketball game this year. He is Noah Beanick, aka before or not the former. He is a current host of the college baseball experience. What's up, man? How's it going, Mac? Uh, yeah, so I want to I want to put you to the test here because, I mean, are you technically? Uh, I, I know I know you coached in the OVC, but are uh, you technically an OVC guy anymore? Because Austin P is now in the A Sun with A-Sun. all the, you know, with all the conference ex- uh, realignment stuff here. But I mean, we do bring in Western Illinois this year. But my oh, question oh, to God. you, like, are you an A Sun guy now, or are you Ohio Valley? My heart will always be in the OVC. It, it, you know, when you're making that bus trip on the double trip from SEMO, Cape Girardeau over there to Tennessee, Martin, and, and Martin, Tennessee, or I know Eastern Kentucky's on there, the double trip with Moorhead State and uh, Eastern Kentucky. I'm trying to think who else was traveling partners. Um, 
I know us, us and P and Murray State were always partners. That that was our rival. We had we had the wrong rival because they were always <laughs> the best team in the fucking league. Um, and then you obviously had Eastern Illinois and and Edwardsville right there. So I love I, I love this league. And, and you know I know that obviously the talent has taken a step back. Anytime you lose a Murray State, you lose a Belmont, you lose Austin P, you lose Jacksonville State. I mean they've gotten bombarded by uh, conference expansion. But, I mean, there's still culture here. Moorhead State has been to the tournament, won a tournament game, Kenneth Fareed back in the day, over Rick Pitino in Louisville. But, I mean, Noah, what's, what's your take on this new look Ohio Valley? Uh, I think, what did they come in? Tw- ranked 28 out of 33? Oof, that might be a little high. Uh, oh, I was yeah, going off Ken Palm. <laughs> it is 28. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it might still be a little high because um, <laughs> it is it is weighted like by uh, there's like past year's data filtered in through Ken Palm. So I don't know. I don't know how that kind of works, but uh, not too high on this year's Ohio Valley Conference. And uh, of the little uh, kind of research that I did heading into this show with Moorhead State's point guard, Mark Freeman, probably out for the year. Uh, yeah. this league's talent takes a hit. Definitely. Are you a little jealous that you didn't get to travel to all the uh, a sun cities rather than the Ohio Valley cities? The only thing I'm jealous is that we didn't play in the soft ass OVC compared to the one we played. <laughs> I mean, we would we would have ran we would have ran away with this league. I mean, we had Terry Taylor. I should mention uh, he was not drafted, but he's on the Indiana Pacers right now. Um, so I mean, we we, we had a pro and. We were really good. We won 40 games in two years while I was there at for the Governors. But like I said, Murray and uh, Belmont were pretty fucking good at the time. Jacksonville <laughs> State was a juggernaut under Ray Harper. And that's kind of why I'm so high on those uh, Jacksonville State Gamecocks in the conference, you say, just because Ray Harper's been there, done that. But no, let's let's get right into it because we got one, 11. One last uh, thing, too, with Andre King in the chat. He goes, do you think Chicago State – could get an invite to the Ohio Valley conference. They'd be a perfect fit. I mean, you think about Edwardsville, that's kind of in the St. Louis area. Um, I mean, Eastern Illinois, that's in Charleston, Illinois, Western Illinois is obviously somewhere in Western Illinois. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I, 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 I definitely agree. I, I think they'd be a perfect fit, make it 12 teams and let's go. Yeah, they'd be a good fit, but I, I want the horizon to scoop them up. G- give me Chicago State to the horizon, please. <laughs> uh, I, I I like the horizon as well, but, I mean, Southern Indiana, the Screaming Eagles, I love the Screaming Eagles. Uh, I love this league. I, Little Little Rock's projected to be good. We'll talk about that. I know that's Colby's team. but thank, I mean, Thanks for the donation, by the way, Andre. Oh, for shit, sure. I didn't even see that come through. Shout out to Andre King doing the Lord's work, giving us a little – uh abraham lincoln i appreciate it brother uh shoot shoot your questions shoot your uh comments on this ohio valley um everybody get in the chat if you're watching on youtube.com so that's the college experience we're gonna be here all night man i mean this fucking season season, right after this damn season is starting in eight days eight days or nine days nine days i don't know i know (laughs) i our our pick show starts in nine days sorry so all right, no, man. Next show starts in eight days. I think that's where you got where you got it screwed up. I don't know what I'm talking about. I've been <laughs> I've been I've been watching West Virginia all night and banging my head on a wall. So uh, yeah, let's let's talk Ohio Valley. Um, 
First up, who do we have chronologically? We got Eastern Illinois, yeah, the Panthers. And, you know, I, I know a chant there. Uh, shout out to uh, my favorite bar. It's at the Unique Suites. They got a nice karaoke there on Friday night. I, I love that spot. I'm drawing, a blank, <laughs> oh, um, drawing a blank on the actual bar's name. I think it's something I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this. But this is I'm the gonna best Google. part about this show. We we get to talk about Max experiences in the conference. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I'm telling you, I'm gonna go back there one day when EIU is playing for a conference championship. Um, when I turn it over to you, I'm gonna find the name of that bar and I'm gonna right. shout them out because great karaoke definitely gotten hammered there the night before we played EIU. Uh that's what you do in the in the Ohio Valley or Ohio Valley. The last year I was there, we played um, we played EIU and it was a blizzard and we, we got snowed in. So we, we beat that. We beat them at the buzzer and in like double overtime or whatever. I think, I think it was single overtime came back. I had to say, and I just got batshit hammered. They had, uh, and you know, it's great about EIU too. Tony Romo went there. Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. went there. So the yeah. jerseys are everywhere. So it's like random. Like you're in the middle of fucking nowhere in Charleston, Illinois, and then you see a Romo jersey in the EIU colors and Garoppolo, and it kind of hits you. It's like, damn, they've had two of the NFL's top half of the league quarterbacks at times. I mean, Garoppolo played in the Super Bowl. I know people are down on him now, but, I mean, you can never take away that he played in the Super Bowl. And obviously Romo is – I mean, you, yeah, people have their opinions on Romo, but Romo was still a top half of the league guy. But anyway, I will find out that bar. But first got to talk about – Marty Simmons' team, Marty Simmons in his third season. Marty Simmons, the old Indiana Hoosier, he came over uh, from Evansville as well. It was a lot. Um, they finished 9-22 last year, 5-13 in the OVC. Tough year. They lose Kenyon Hodges, 15 points a game. Yark, Rose, Cameron, Hafner, Nick Ellington, Kyle Thomas. They lose a lot. But here we go with the portal because they got Tiger. Tiger Woods is coming in from Tarleton State. Just kidding, it's Tiger Booker. Uh, Nikhil Shelton from South Suburban. Cooper Jacoby from Toledo. Jalen Gibson from Mount St. Mary's. Kendall, 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 Kendall. Uh, Davis from Panola. He's a junior college transfer. They got a, They juked it up there. and They're right in the roots of uh, junior college. I think we talked about John A. Logan is, is around there. Corey Sawyer from Cloud City. Um, sorry, Cloud County. Lazar. Jerick from Arkansas State, Isaiah Griffin from Sunrise Christian in Kansas. This kind of feels like a mystery team, Noah. Um, I mean, I mean, Marty Simmons, fourteen and forty-eight overall in the uh, Ohio or at EIU to start. I don't know, man. I how can you buy into this team? Give me, give me your take on these Panthers headed into year number three of the Marty Simmons era. They lose quite a bit of pieces, and there's a lot of new names coming in here. Um, just off the bat, I think two, I mean, uh, two big keeps Caleb Donaldson, and uh, uh, he's going into his fifth year here at uh, Eastern Illinois. He played 32 minutes a game last year. Um, he's probably going to be one of the bigger leaders on this team here because there's a lot of new pieces. Sincere Malone. Also in the front court, he's a sophomore. His freshman year, he played 23 and a half minutes, uh, almost five rebounds a game, six and a half points. Uh, I think those are going to be two names to keep your eye out or eye on during the year for the Panthers because 
I, I think with margins kind of small, I mean, you get a couple of decisions to go your way. You could probably flip in the standings pretty quickly. I mean, last year they were near the back half. Um, and we saw UT Martin do it last year, kind of have one big rebuilding year. And then all of a sudden with a couple of new faces in the program, they finished middle of the pack. Um, we're top half. So I, my expectations aren't too high on this roster, but I, I don't know, probably back half for me personally, but I could, I could be surprised just because of all the names that they bring in. They bring in a kid from Toledo and Mount St. Mary's who have been two winning programs and Tarleton, Tarleton state's got a good program too. So I don't know. Mystery team. And by the way, it's called the brick house. That's what it's called. The brick house at the unique suites. Um, so that'll probably be a reference all year. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get Colby to flash that up there. Uh, one of these episodes when EIU pulls off a big win on the money line, like they did at Iowa last year. Remember they won at Iowa last year. Yes. Yeah. Rob mentioned it during the big 10 show. <laughs> Absolutely bonkers. Uh, one of the biggest bon- upsets of the year. Yeah. Thir- what? 32 point dogs. Something like that. It feels I like think, it keeps yeah. growing every time we mention it. But <laughs> yeah, they, were, they, were, they were 49 and a half point dog, and they went out right on the money line. Uh, yeah. they, were, they were awful last year. I, I, I kind of think this is a bottom half, but, I mean, I also – what, what, what did the champion finish last year? If I remember correctly, so the champion Moorhead finished 14 and 4, but second place was 11 and 7. And everybody from second to second to last place was within four games. So like that's that's what I mean. The margins are yeah, small. If you flip yeah. a couple of these results, you it really it, I don't know. <laughs> you you fucking know. That's yeah. you could go from bottom half to top half really quick. So yeah, I agree. I, I'm with you. Uh, real quick uh, before we transition into our next scene, we got to talk about underdog fantasy. Because you have a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has introduced Scorchers. By simply going five for five in Scorchers, you get a spicy 100 times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending that first deposit bonus up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players will win $10,000 each. Um, Looking, I I, I like the FAU tonight. And it looks like they're going to get it done over the clits of Biff Pogey. Early on tomorrow, give me my Mountaineers. Get that bullshit line out of here with the Golden Knights. West Virginia on the money line is my underdog to start the game early and often. You guys on the West Coast, get a Bloody Mary, get a mimosa, start at 9 a.m., and let's go Mountaineers. Um, and when you use the sign-up code SGPN, well, underdog will double your first deposit bonus up to $500. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All righty, we're back on. I'll Big say, 12. I'll say this: I went and looked. Tennessee Martin eight and twenty-two in 2022. 2023, they finished uh, middle of the pack. Yep, and nineteen and fourteen. I mean, you know, that was <laughs> that, that's that happened when I was in the league. Yeah, we we, t- we took over Austin P, and they were a complete dumpster fire. And we went from I think what <laughs> seven and twenty-four to. 19 and, and 12 or whatever, yeah. and then 20, 20 and 12. Yeah, be, when you juke it up as much as you do and you rely on transfers, yeah. nobody has continuity. Unless you have like a program like Belmont and Murray that has tradition, but there's no tradition 
in this league other than yeah. Moorhead. maybe Moorhead, but I'm telling you, Moorhead, like they're nowhere near those other programs. They just so, had the one fluke run. Yeah, Eastern Illinois, last place in the conference last year, nine and twenty-two. It would take three, four more wins to get them into the middle of the pack here. <laughs> Fourteen or uh, shit, yeah, eleven wins in the conference or whatnot. They had five last year, so. I agree. Well, all right, let's go to the next team. And this is the best team in the fucking league because it's Lindenwood. The, what do we say? The penitentiary? Yeah, <laughs> penitentiary, baby. Lindenwood, here they come. Uh, year two of Division One basketball. Um, you know, they actually kind of were frisky early on in the year. They kind of stalled out a little bit. Um, I mean, I guess uh, the security got down a little bit and they ran out of gas. Kyle Greedman's in his fifth season. Like I said, they finished six and twelve last year in the OVC. They kind of ran out of gas down the stretch. They lose it. They lose quite a bit though. Chris Childs is out, thirteen points a game. Kevin Chalwell, thirteen points a game. Cam Burrell, uh, eleven points a game. Brandon Trimble and Jacoby uh, Tracy are out of here as well. They kind of like everybody in this league. This would be the common theme that they juked it up and they got in the portal because they got Keith Heyman from coming over from Northern Arizona, the Lumberjacks. Jordan Wildly from Coffeeville. He's getting his coffee over there at Coffeeville. <laughs> uh, Armando Ladau from Hawaii. He's coming over from the island. Nathan Johnson from Coffeeville as well. Hello, Coffeeville. You got two in here. Uh, Jeremiah Talton from John Wood. I knew John Wood once upon a time. Isaac Undecani from Butler Junior College. And then Colin Ruffin. He's from Link Year Prep. What a name. Lindenwood, year two of the Division One transition period. Um, I don't know. I I, <laughs> they, I, I kind of thought they were a little bit frisky last year, and, and they, they came through for us a little bit on, on the money line a couple times early, kind of hit the wall and pull, pulling up when they hit their wall. Yeah, it was, it was middle of January, and then all of a sudden they got hot. But, I mean, I remember – Maybe it was just that they beat Knox College and Hannibal LaGrange. Maybe they really were dog shit, actually. I don't maybe we just liked Lindenwood because of the name. <laughs> the nickname that Colby gave it. I mean, they lose a lot of production from last year, but they're the third oldest team, according to Tem- uh, Torvik, in the Ohio-, Ohio Valley Conference. So that's something to like. Um, however, there's not much uh, proven production here. And there's three seniors in the starting five. Darius Bean, um, 21 minutes a game, five points per game, two and a half rebounds the last time we saw him. Uh, another one in the front court with Keenan Cole. He returns from last season. He's probably He was their high uh, leading scorer from last year's team. 6'7", uh, senior, playing the four, 25 and a half minutes, 13 points per game, five and a half boards. This team could surprise. Uh, last year they were uh, where? They were... They were in the bottom. Yeah, they finished last. It's, it's another Eastern Illinois, like yeah, you, you've, six and twelve. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of see see the same thing for them and EIU. I don't really see it with EIU. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so you're I, higher I like, on Lindenwood. I like Lindenwood a bit more. I would say uh, that the penitentiary's got you convinced. Yeah, in year two, I mean, now they're kind of used to the thing, you know. Uh, maybe some. 
<laughs> new turnover on the roster, but at least some players have experienced the OVC travel at least, and some of the uh, continuity on other teams. There, they've actually been they're familiar with the OVC. I'll, I'll give them that, but well, they, uh, there's they, there's not much to go on from last year's team. 336th in offense, 321 in defense. Just kind of turn over the roster, go at it again this year, right? They uh well you know it is good they uh they they got Hannibal Lagrange their our rival back on the schedule just like last year so it'll be a get right spot after they get drilled by Iowa State and Nebraska so Lindenwood I kind of you, you know what let's go they're gonna be around five hundred five hundred in league play bold prediction Lindenwood the penitentiary feisty dog at home this year. Their uh, ESPN Plus quality sucks, by the way. So get ready <laughs> to uh, watch some Lindenwood on, on some fucking production from 2006. Uh, let's move along, though, Noah, because we got the Little Rock Trojans. To be honest, this probably should be the best team in the league in terms of resources, in my opinion. I, I think Little Rock. They bring uh, in a lot, too, this year. Yeah, well, uh, they got they got Daryl Walker back for six season. I know Colby loved Daryl Walker. Uh <laughs> 10 and 21, 6 and 12 last year under Chief. Myron Gardner out, 13 points a game. DJ Smith out, CJ White out, Chris Walker out, Isaiah Palmero out, Nigel John out. I mean, a lot of production, about 40, 45 points a game. But here we go. They got they got a high major transfer, a couple high yeah. major transfers. Where the yeah. hell did they get these guys from? <laughs> Colin Robinson from the Aggies. Uh, Giggum. Over there in Texas A&M, <laughs> Jameer Chaplin from South Florida. Hey, Mikhail Mitchell, oh, one of those Mitchell twins that started at Maryland, then to Rhode Island, then to fucking Arkansas. Now he's a Little Rock uh, Trojan. Bring your Trojan, rubber up, baby. Uh, Bradley Douglas, the transfer from junior college transfer from Florida Southwest State. Cougar Downing from Barton College, and of course the freshman uh, Jalen Crocker Johnson. You know what, man? This should be a top half of the league team. I, I kind of think I think they may challenge for the league to win it all. I mean, for with the high major transfers coming in, if they can gel, this this is a good team on paper. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, they're fourth. Uh, they're ranked fourth in returning experience for this team. And Little Rock, like you mentioned, they have all the facilities to do it here in the Ohio Valley Conference. This is a conference that's not going to have a whole lot of uh, continuity on each roster. Not many uh, teams are bringing a whole lot back. And for Little Rock's case, if you choose to bet on talent, this is probably one of the two teams that you're eyeing here in the preseason because we've got four, we're working with four seniors in the projected starting five, and they bring in a lot of high major talent. Um, so whether they're actually proven guys in the high major ranks, because K.K. Robinson, the point guard, only played five minutes of last year uh, at Texas A&M. But Buzz has a good program, and he's been a great coach. Yep. So you're taking a shot on a couple of unproven high major guys and Daryl Walker. <laughs> so yeah. I think they're like – I think their ceiling could definitely be competing for a title, but I'm going to have them kind of in the middle of the road. I just need to see it to believe it with a lot of these guys. What what I will say about Daryl Walker, I don't think he's a very good coach, but <laughs> at Little Rock in his second year there, second year in the Sun Belt, 
they won the Sun Belt regular season and then COVID canceled the year, 2020. This is their second year in the OVC. I think this might be a sneaky uh, eight-to-one play here with, with, with the returning talent. I I mean, we'll talk about some of the other teams, but they're right there to win it. And eight-to-one, that, that's tempting. Yeah, 100%. Eight-to-one is like right in the middle of the pack for the conference. So that's kind of where I see them, but the ceiling is definitely there. This is this is one of them where it's not a bad bet with the value. No doubt. All right, uh, we'll dive in on the other side, but first we got to talk about Hall of Fame bets because we're winning bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical data. Enter any parlay into the revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by each leg. So you know the probability of each leg. So you know which one's got the best values and where you could stay hot. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching Hall of Fame bets to craft a more intelligent data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame bets app. Visit hofbets.com. Promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, man, we're back on the college basketball experience. I said Big 12 last time, like it's ingrained in my mind. Uh, next up in this great Ohio Valley, well, you know, Moorhead is always better than less head. Let's go over the Moorhead Eagles. Um, this is a, If you're going to point to a proud program in this league, it's Moorhead State. Preston Spradling, he was there when I was there. He always runs a decent program. Solid program. He's already in his eighth year already. Um, they finished well, twenty three and eleven. You were there in twenty seventeen, so I know. I know he's fucking he seven, was, eight years ago, dude. <laughs> he, he, uh, I know he. He was an interim coach, and then he got the job. So he had just gotten the job off a magical year, the year before I got into the league, and then they sucked the first or the two years <laughs> I was there because we were always kicking their ass, but. Um, and Murray State and Belmont, like I keep talking about. But now that the league's soft, all of a sudden they're at the top of this fucking league. Um, Preston Spradley's in a – Yeah, it's, it's definitely their league. I mean, Preston Spradley's done quietly a really good job there over the last couple of years. I mean, you just look at the production um, from, from, a, from a record standpoint there. Preston Spradlin last year, 22-12. and 12. The year before that, 23-11. The year before that, 23-8. and 8. Um, and then the two years I was there, eight and 21 and 13 and 20. So, I mean, ever since I left, he's been rolling. So you're welcome, Preston. Um, just <laughs> kidding. Good guy. Good program. Ellis Johnson arena. It gets, it, it, it gets lit in there. I mean, they, they show up in Moorhead. Um, they lose, a, they lose it quite a bit too. I mean, Alex Gross was a contributor. We played them in the NCAA tournament at West Virginia too, in the bubble, um, with Broomy, who's now at Auburn, uh, Gross is on that team. Jake Wolf, uh, nine points a game. Brendan Mogner, uh, eight points a game. Jalen Hawkins, eight points a game. But don't worry, they got some good production coming in because they got Riley Minix coming in, Deontay Miles coming in, George Marshall coming in, uh, Jerome Morton as well. Um, they got a bunch of freshmen here. Uh, Deontay Miles is from Xavier, by the way, so that's a high major transfer. Eddie Ricks, uh, Clarksville Academy. That's right. We're cross where I lived in Clarksville. Uh, Zach Ayami from Houston Christian and Jaden Webb from, I don't even know how to pronounce that. So I'm not going <laughs> to butcher that. 
this is the Wama. Top, top two, three team culture. That, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, can't, 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 can't go against these guys. If you're looking to bet on a, a good combination of good coaching, continuity, and experience, this is no look no further than Moorhead State because you've got four seniors and a junior in the starting five. I did mention that one of their better players. I think probably there he was their best player returning from last year, and Mark Freeman. Uh, he's now going to be out for the year, but still, saw this that. team, yeah. th- this team is still going to be uh, a very good contender here in the Ohio Valley, um, because four of these guys played at least 20, 25 minutes a game last year, and Riley Minix, this kid that comes in from Southeastern, was just a stat stuffer. I mean, holy shit, he averaged twenty five and a half points per game and thirteen and a half boards. That's southeastern dude was a monster down low. So Drew Thelwell is gonna have to step up here for uh Freeman and Spradling. Um but Moorhead State's gonna be at the top of the standings once again this year. No doubt. We're seeing eye to eye. Let's go over to uh another team that's gonna have some expectations, and I know Noah Beanick is bullish on him. Let's talk about these Edward uh screaming eagles. The Edwards Screaming Eagles coming off a 19 and 14 year, nine and nine. Sorry, they're the Cougars. The Southern Indiana is uh, the Screaming Eagles. That's their arch rivals. So, uh, Brian, <laughs> yeah, Braun, great job, Mac. Brian, Brian, I can't believe Brian Braun's still there. Fifth year, he was the interim coach, uh, took over from Josh Harris. Uh, they got a lot coming back. I mean, they just lose DJ Dewan. Pruitt who uh Pruitt who averaged 11 points a game eight rebounds so that's a big loss and Jalen Hodge other than that they bring back majority of their core uh incoming from transfer from Milwaukee Brian Taylor Adian Torado from Indian Hills that's a junior college Ethan Yancey another one from Northwest Kansas Tech one of those Kansas Juco's and then a cup or and then uh, oh here we go Adelia Sion he transferred from Longwood to Penitentiary. He said, enough of that. I'm going over to Edwards. No, Longwood's not the Penitentiary. You're right. I thought I, I swear I, I thought I swear I thought I said Lindenwood. But yeah, <laughs> you're right. He actually is at Longwood. So he was he got tired of laying Longwood over there at uh, Farmville, Virginia. Jordan Pickett's a freshman. Noah. I mean this is an older team, an experienced yeah. team. I kind of, I mean, 19 wins last year. Top three team in the league. Am, am I wrong? Yeah, they have the most continuity. They bring back the most minutes last year, 66%. Um, and last year in the preseason, I was actually on this team to be like a sleeper, to contend for a conference title. They finished middle of the pack. I really had no I, no, uh, you know, explanation for why they just kind of underperformed my expectations, but everybody's back from a team that I was high on last year. Rayshon Taylor, I think is going to be one of the best players in the conference. He played 30 minutes ago, uh, a season ago, 15 and a half points, four and a half boards, three assists a game. And then DeMarco minor, their point guard, 32 minutes last year, 14 points. This backcourt is really good. And they've got length at multiple positions. They're very versatile. Uh, the Cougars are going to be one of my favorite teams in the Ohio Valley Conference this this season. You want you want to know the knock on them? What's your knock on them? Coaching. Brian <laughs> Baron's not a good coach. He's never finished higher than six in Ohio Valley in his four years. 
Yeah. And this is a watered down Ohio Valley. So that's why I can't put them over the top to win it. But I mean, from a roster standpoint, they've got one of the best ones. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, probably top three, maybe I'll knock them down to four because of coaching, but I mean, this, this team should be good. I mean, they, they were all, they what finished nine and nine last year. You got to expect them to win what? 10, 11 games this year. So definitely a top three to four team in the Ohio Valley. All right, let's go over to Cape Girardeau next. The SEMO Redhawks. They love SEMO. They they got a, that's a great, that's an underrated place there in the state of Missouri. Um Missouri made the tournament last year. They they kind of made the magical run, uh, beat Tennessee Tech in the conference final, 19 and 17, 10 and 8 in league play. Brad Korn, disciple of K-State, Bruce Weber, uh, at the show me center. Show me the money. Uh, Philip Russell's out though, 18 points a game. Chris Harris out, 16 points a game. Isaiah Barnes, 10 points a game. Nate Johnson's out. But I mean, Brad Corn does a good job. He's really built this program up from the bottom when he took it over a couple years ago from Rick Ray, who was a dumpster fire. Rob Barton coming over from Indiana State. TJ Bial from Trident. Trident. Uh, Braxton Stacker from Murray State. Marquise Bell, um, is a freshman. And B.J. Ward is also a freshman. So they lose a lot, Noah, but, I mean, nobody thought they were going to be good last year either. And I kind of trust Brad Korn. I, I mean, he's kind of he's kind of sold me the way that he's been able to build the SEMO program up year after year. Uh, they, they finish in the top four back-to-back years. I kind of like this team to stay in the top four, even though they do lose a lot. I'll, I'll, I'm going to back my SEMO guys once again. Let's go Red Hawks. I think this is a team that plays their best ball late in the season, which is what they did last year. They finished middle yeah. of the pack in the OVC, and then they win the conference tournament. And we knew that this team was coming on strong going into that tournament. Colby had had them win in the tournament, and that was like a, a huge bankroll builder for him going into the March yeah. uh, into the NCAA tournament and March Madness in general with the NIT and CBI and everything that we bet on. Uh, so we never heard the end of that. The SEMO money was screamed across Vegas for oh, the God. entire week. Um, <laughs> they they bring back four seniors from last or four juniors from last year's team. All seniors all played 17 minutes a game last year, but uh, just the center, Josh Early, played 17 minutes a game. He had seven and a half points, five rebounds, but Kobe Clark, the four he's a senior he played 30 minutes last year uh six and a half points but eight and a half rebounds he was a monster on the glass last year this team lacks a little bit of shooting for me uh for my liking but i i think you got to bet on corn and the program so i think they'll be top half of the ohio valley um and i think they're a good bet to play some good ball in the conference tournament that's what i'll say <laughs> Yeah, I, I, like, I like that angle, too. There's a shitload of S's in this league because next up, oh, yeah, my team, baby. The Screaming Eagles are coming up. Here we go from Traitor. Southern Indiana. <laughs> my my guys, man, they were so good for me. Stan Juard, baby, fourth season. I'll tell you what, man, they fucking show up to these games. I watched, I watched like seven or eight of these games last year. And I forget who the fuck they were playing. They they were playing somebody in that Notre place. Notre Dame. At, uh, or are you saying at home? At home. They almost beat gotcha. Notre Dame and South Bend. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, they were playing somebody at home. I think it was Edwardsville. 
Yeah, it was Edwardsville, and that place was completely lit. And I mean, it that no, it was Indiana State. It was Indiana State. Uh, the Sycamores, who I mean, they actually had a hell of a year. They won twenty three games, and they beat them at that place. Um, just because that place was absolutely rocking in a rivalry game at the Screaming Eagles Arena Center. Uh, All I'm gonna say is this team is much different than last year's team. Oh, uh, you're hating. <laughs> you're hating on my boys. Stan Juar knows what the hell he's doing. Isaiah Swope's out, 16 points a game. Jelani Simmons out, 13 points a game. Trevor Lakes, 13 points a game. Jacob <laughs> Palakovic, 12 points a game. Tyler Henry and Gary Solomon are out. But don't worry, we got reinforcements coming in. We got a national champion coming in. You're in Hassan from UConn. Uh, Jordan Tillman from FAMU. Xavier McCord from Laramie County, Laramie County, uh, Nolan Caswell <laughs> from uh, Tennessee Tech, Javius Moore from Southwest Mississippi in the JUCO ranks, and of course, Luther Smith as well from Sussex. I mean, what the hell? Hamilton High Caswell School. is an in conference transfer, too. I know. Shoot the guns off. <laughs> uh, so I, I know everybody's going to say this team's going to take a sip back. They play hard as shit, they press you, they play their asses off. This guy does a good job there. Uh, you look, I mean, 16 and 17 in year one of Division One. Came over 18 and 18, 12 and 5. They, they'll stay in the middle of the pack. They're, they're the screaming Eagles, man. They, they, they made the transition last year, took everybody's punch, and still finished in the middle of the pack at 9 and 9 in league play. Give me the screaming Eagles, middle of the pack once again. Let's go. I, I can't get there. They, they lose Hater. the most production. Out of the entire conference, I, I that's too Culture. much. It's gonna, it's a completely new team. Like uh, Tillman coming in from Florida A and M played thirty five minutes a game last year. He's gonna be a good addition, but he's not much of a shooter. Um, and then, dude, there's so many new pieces. I really don't know how to judge it. Sure, Gord Juard, however you want to say his last name, uh, can be a great coach, but. I can't get behind them in the preseason. There's no way. They've got three players that have not played at all on 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 the in the starting five here. So I don't know, dude. Call me a hater, but this is this is a team in the basement for me this year. Uh yeah, they're they're gonna prove you wrong again, babe. Let's go, screaming Eagles. Uh Next up, what the hell's that in the chat? Um, it's from Twitch. I next up, we got Tennessee. <laughs> oh, God. Get out of here, you hack. Tennessee State, the Tagus. We Tagus. Um, we got Tennessee State coming over. Um, they're seven to one to win the OVC. This is always a talented team. That's what's always weird about Tennessee State. Always preseason expectations, always underachieving. Uh, I mean, Penny Collins already in his sixth season. They lose a lot as well, like everybody. J.R. Clay averaged 20 a game. Dedrick Boyd, 11. Uh, Adong Maku, nine points a game. Zion Griffin and Zul Kueth as well. Um, they, they do they, well. They got a the bunch portal. coming in, though. I mean, they got yeah. – they always do well because they're in Nashville. They're right next to <laughs> Belmont. It, it's a nice little campus right there. Uh, Kenyon Hodges uh, from Eastern Illinois. Denon. Denim Dawson from Nebraska, EJ Bellinger from Belmont, Michael Shanks from Belmont. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, let me tell you something. 
Belmont's a lot nicer than fucking Tennessee State. So <laughs> I don't know why the hell they're going across town here. Uh, Jason Chapeau from Florida, Jalen Jones, and John Gamble, freshman. Penny Collins will always have a freaking talented team here, but I can't buy into him as a coach. I, I, I think expectations will be high once again, and they'll underachieve and finish in the middle of the pack with all these new pieces. They finished tied for third last year. I think that there's a lot of new pieces coming in, but the one guy, the mainstay here, 30 minutes played per game last year, 13 and a half points. Marcus Fitzgerald, the junior, the point guard. I mean, in this conference, give give me a great point guard and then some talent around him. We already know what he's going to do in Fitzgerald Jr. And they bring in some good transfers from Belmont and from Florida, Jatobo. This is a top half team for me, just based on talent. If 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 he comes, if he finishes in the bottom half, then Perry Collins, he's probably out the door. But this this is one of the better teams in the conference. I'm just saying that. Last year was his highest third, but every other year fifth or lower. That's why I said middle. He's going to regress back to what he is, <laughs> middle of the pack. And and I'm for hanging. what it's worth, uh, Ryan Hasty does bring it up. Torvik has Tennessee State ranked first. <laughs> in the right, I'll, fade, I'll, fade, I'll fade Torvik. I, I've had success so, fading Torvik. I like Torvik, but I, I like to fade Torvik too. Yeah, I'm not like a total 100% backer on the computers, but I like the numbers that he spits out for the returning minutes and experience. This team's got it. I, they really do. They're, they're the most experienced team coming into the year for Ohio Valley. I, I think they're top half. And if Collins has it going, they're competing for a title. They got a hell of a band there. They like it's <laughs> they one do. of the loudest. They do. It's one of the loudest fucking places to play in the league. I hate playing there. Uh, all right, let's go over to Cookville. I know GBO Farms is in the chat. Let's talk some Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles, who were right there to go to the NCAA tournament. Total heartbreak. Uh, what year is Pelfrey in now at Tennessee Tech? Pelfrey is in his fifth season. God damn. Um, out at the Eblin Center, uh, like I said, 16 and 17, they finally took a step for John Pelfrey, former uh, Arkansas coach, former Kentucky Wildcat player. They 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 lose lose a bit like everybody else. <laughs> Jalen Sembry, 15 points a game. Brett Thompson, 12 points a game. Tyrone Perry, 10 points a game. Nolan Coswell, they lose as well. Incoming David Early from Marshall. David Craig from Mercer. Josiah Davis. Josiah Josiah's going to be a good fit there. I actually like the fit. From the Mountaineers, Daniel Egboini from Little Rock, Brandon Brown, and Rodney Johnson are uh, a couple of freshmen from the junior college ranks. Pel- you know, I, li- I like Pelfrey in, in, at the mid-major level. He was good at South Alabama before he got the Arkansas job. Um, I kind of I think Tennessee Tech's going to be solid again. I, I think they're going to challenge for the league here. I'm not maybe as high as challenge for the league because they do lose uh, three huge pieces from that, you know, tournament tournament finalist team from last year. But Pelfrey hasn't had a above 500 winning season yet. So I know it's been show, crazy. Show, show me that, and then I can have you competing for a title. I, I think they're a middle of the road team, though. Uh, they bring back three seniors and a junior, or at least they have three seniors and a junior on their projected starting five here. Um, holy shit. 
Corey Seager just tied up the game for me with the Rangers. Sorry, everybody. Um, J- oh, shit, Jar- yeah, Javis did. Harvey, uh, the senior guard, he averaged uh, 31 minutes a game last year, 12 points. He's going to be the leader of this team. This team goes as far as he'll take him. I will say about Pelfrey is Pelfrey has proven it and gotten um, a program to the dance. That was at South Alabama back in the day. He was really good at 80 and 67 there. Um, and, and when he took over Tennessee Tech, they had not won a game. Like, they were winless the year. They were so bad when I was there the last two years. So, um, I think they're on the right path under Pelfrey. So, all right, let's go along. Um, yeah, GBO Farms makes a good point. He's gone from 9th to 11th and then up to 7th to 2nd. Um, God, I'm drawing a blank on uh, Payne. Payne had the team before he got there. He They were a total dumpster fire. I think they were like 2 and. 18 we beat the shit out of them a couple times so um all right let's go over to the next team in the league this place you don't you don't ever want to visit this place let's go to tennessee martin and martin <laughs> tennessee yeah i mean it's it, i i'll tell you what i'll tell you a story in this league it, you got to drive like a freaking half hour to find a freaking bottle of whiskey because it's a dry county um martin tennessee the skyhawks at the Skyhawk Arena. It's like an airplane crafter here. Um, if anybody's been there, they know exactly what I'm talking about. This is probably my least favorite place to uh, visit in uh, <laughs> in the OBC. I don't really have many nice things to say about Tennessee Martin. Other than there's a couple of good people there. Ryan Ritter's in his third season. Um, sad situation, though, because remember Stewart, um, Coach Stewart died in his sleep. Uh, a couple years ago, the, the former point guard for Indiana that transferred to UT Martin. So, I mean, that's how Ryan Ritter got to the helm. Um, speaking of which, Parker Parker Stewart departs. His dad was the one that passed away in the middle of his sleep. Uh, he averaged 16 points a game. He was a good player. He he was there multiple times. He went to the high major ranks, came back, emotional team last year. They were talented, though. K.J. Simon's out. Uh, 15 points a game. Chris Nix has gone seven points a game. They're always going to be able to juke it up, always bring in transfer Jacob Cruz from Dakota State. Or sorry, Daytona, Daytona, Daytona <laughs> State. I can't fucking read right now. Christian <laughs> Fussell from Middle Tennessee. And then they went to the island to get Justice Jackson from Hawaii. Isaiah Muhammad, fresh off the murder case at New Mexico State. Yasin Huesin from Lakeland. So, I mean, like, like I said, last year was such an emotional year for Ritter. They made the jump. Parker played last year. Played at a high level. I kind of see them taking a step back this year. How about you? I don't know. I, I think they had a really good year last year, and they bring back the backcourt in Jordan Sears and Desmond Williams. Uh, Sears had 15 points a game last year, um, and w- Williams played 26 minutes a game, eight points as well. Uh, both of them pretty efficient shooters from behind the line as well. Uh, for me, a lot of a lot of the Ohio Valley Conference teams uh, struggle with continuity, and I said it with uh, was it Tennessee State? You bring me back a couple of guards and put some talent around them that did all right in the transfer portal. Um, I think this is a middle half, middle of the road team, and they could squeak into the top four. Um, but I, I think they're kind of in the middle of the Ohio Valley this year. 
I, I mean, uh, set that, yeah, that's what I mean. Step back from third. And and you mentioned it. The that's one thing true. about the OVC, like <laughs> when you when you have a good year, you're usually going to regress to a shit year just because it's so Jekyll and high. Like you're banking on all these transfers and Juco guys in, in, in one and done situations. So I, like you said, I, I like him to come back to the middle of the pack. Uh, for for I, the record, they were tied with three other teams for third. <laughs> so they yeah, were, yeah, they were I mean, middle. That, that's going to be the league. So, <laughs> so this year they're going to finish uh, eighth, and they're going to finish one game back a third. So yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's go over to the Leathernecks from Western Illinois. The newcomers coming over. Um, I'm pulling up my Western Illinois tab. They are sixteen and fourteen, nine and nine in league play. That was in a different league though. Because they're coming over from the summit, they actually were feisty last year. And they're good they at home. Yeah, it's, I mean Macomb, Illinois. I, it's questionable out there, <laughs> uh, but they, I mean they were feisty at the Western Hall. Seats fifty one hundred. Uh, key departures: Trenton Masner, nineteen points a game. Alex Rosner, thirteen points a game. Vuk, Vuk, Buck. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> Stefanik from 10 points a game. Steph Gabriel as well is on his way out. They got in the portal like everybody else. Joe Petrix uh, from Illinois State. Shea Davis from Ranger College. Roderick Payne as well from UW. He came out right off the river fall. Uh, Drew Sissy from uh, Missouri-St. Louis. Ryan Myers from Indian Hills. James Dent from John A. Logan. I talked about John A. Logan earlier in the episode. Tay Knox from Chipotle. It's another Gajuco product. Transitioning into a new league. The Summit, I think, is a better league than the OVC. They finished fourth in the... I kind of think, actually, they're going to challenge a little bit here. The top of the Summit is definitely better than the Ohio Valley. I think the bottom of the Summit, though, fits pretty well with the Ohio where, do the, where do the Tommies qu- uh, classify good at home you know you notice that Noah has a scatter report because he's watching all the damn Denver Pioneer games <laughs> yeah uh so with the Western Illinois the, the thing is they bring in Shea Davis that had the had the point and he comes in from Ranger I couldn't tell you anything about Ranger uh, That's where Billy you, Gillespie was. Do you know much about him? It's a good JUCO uh, program because he's the projected point guard for this year's team. Yeah, um, I mean it's a solid JUCO program, so I mean he should be okay. You throw him in the backcourt with two returning seniors who played 29 minutes a game last year, and honestly, there's four other seniors on the projected starting five with him. Um, and Joe Petrakis and Drew Cisse, who are transferring in, the experience is there for Western Illinois, and the home court advantage is there for Western Illinois. The Leathernecks, again, Colby always says this, and I'm now catching myself doing it too. I'm saying top half for a lot of these teams, and I'm going to have to go back on some of the predictions, but they, they they really could. I don't see them many, uh, losing many home games. So I, I think they're instantly top half for me. They have one uh, of the better home home court advantages. Quick, quick side note too, Chad Boudreau is actually going to be in his first season too. Yeah, I forgot the first year as um, yeah. So where did where did who who did he take over for? Why am I drawing a blank? Was it Rob? 
So he steps in from the staff. Yo, G- Jeter went to Jeter went to uh, Southern Utah. That's right. Yeah. That for me, that's a little bit of a hesitation. So. But he yeah. was there as associate head coach, like you said. I, I kind of feel like middle, mid, middle-ish. So he had, according to the Almanac, uh, Boudreaux was a junior college head coach from 2017 to 2020. His team was uh, 76 and 21 during his time there. So year one as D1 head coach, though. It's a big question. Love it. All right. Well, you know what? <laughs> this it. this is uh this is this is the part that everybody's been waiting for. Let's uh let's is go. It? Let's yeah, <laughs> let's pick this league one to eleven, and we will start it off with number eleven. I actually haven't even filled mine out completely. At number eleven, I got Lindenwood. <laughs> I have Eastern Illinois there. The penitentiary. I, I I chose a I chose a my spot uh, the unique suites E I E I O E I U at uh <laughs> ten. I I have Eastern Illinois at, at eleven. Um and then give me Southern Indiana at ten. Selling oh, your hater hater. Yeah. Uh, who do you got at nine? Um, give me Lindenwood at nine. I got Tennessee Martin at nine. I'll take Tennessee Tech at nine. I went Tennessee State at eight. Dude, I I was a culprit of this 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 show. Uh, Col- Colby says it when he does it, but I said top half for seven teams, <laughs> and we're now at seven. So that's where I'm I'm having trouble now. Um, give me UT Martin seven. So I like that team though, but I, I went uh, I, I went West, I went Western Illinois seven. Um, and then next for me, I will go Semo at six. I got the Screaming Eagles, baby. Surprise team. They're, they're going to win all their home games like they always do. Give me give me them at six. Um, and then now into the top five. Yep. And I am having trouble. <laughs> I'll go first. I got Edwardsville at five. All right. Selling Give me Western Illinois fifth. Okay. I got the show me center Simo at four with Brad Corn. I will have Little Rock fourth. I got GBO Farms as Tennessee Tech Eagles at number three. Give me Tennessee State at three. So we had Tennessee State and Tech flip. So I'm high on Tech. You're high on State. <laughs> uh, two, uh, Moorhead is always better than Less Head. Give me the Moorhead State Eagles. Are we being too cute? I have Moorhead State second, too. No, there's no, no such thing as cute. They're, they're, they're not a unanimous front runner. They're not Gonzaga in Vermont. Are they not? Honestly. They're not? No, no, no. They went 14-4 last year. 
They won the league. Yeah, but they're they're not a they finished fucking last when I was in that league. Like they they are not a <laughs> year in and year out. No doubt they're going to win the league. It, they've been the best team the last couple of years, but like seventeen no, and three, no, thirteen they, and they five, fourteen third, and finished, four. Yeah, they finished third two years ago and second uh, three years ago. Okay, and three years eighth, ago they won the tournament though, and then and then eighth, and then fifth, and then twelfth. I mean, they like but they, but they, recently you 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 don't have Belmont and Murray State in here. Yeah, but it's not like so, a, a dominant team would go. <laughs> 19 and one in this league because this league sucks. Morehead State could be it. <laughs> I'm afraid I, I'm, I'm going too cute. Who, who do I, you have I, one I, in? Little Rock. Let's go, baby. Darnell Walker. <laughs> oh, Lord. I mean, we're both betting on talent with coaching that hasn't quite done it yet, but I'm on SIU Edwardsville. I'm on SIU SIUE. He has not. Give me the done Cougars. It. Walker's <laughs> done. Walker's done it. He did in the Sun Belt with uh, Little Rock. Oh man, G- give me the Cougars. I like. I'm. I'm. I'm dying on the hill. This team's good. <laughs> They're good. The oh, team is good. They might be down. the best roster. They might be the best roster in the OVC. Uh, Please let down in the OVC, baby. Uh, <laughs> give me. That. All right. So, so uh, who you got win the tournament? I low-key think that that's when Little Rock is alive. I think it's going to take some time for them to get going. But Little Rock could win it. I also think Tennessee State could win it. And I I thought SEMO would also be playing good ball later on in the season. So I, I think this is a dart throw league. And I think it was last year, too. The way the bracket's set up is, like, uh, the, the two top uh, regular season teams – they get the longest buy. It's like the WCC. Yep. But give me, give me like the fourth seed or the sixth seeds, kind of the, the farthest I'll go uh, before you get into like a clear disadvantage in the amount of games that you have to play during the week. I, I think I'm throwing darts, three darts, Tennessee State, Little Rock, and SEMO. <laughs> Let's go EIU. EIU is going to win the tournament. Let's go. Holy Marty Simmons. <laughs> it's going to be chaos. A nine seed won it last year. In uh, in fucking Simo, Simo was the nine seed. They were like the eight or seven, maybe nine. I I, forget. I thought they, they were, were five. I thought they were the fifth seed. No, I think Tech no, I was like five. Up. I think Tech was five. There was chaos in this league, but I didn't know yes. it was that much chaos. OVC two thousand. I'm looking it up too. <laughs> um, before we get out of here, I gotta know now. For the men, uh, Ohio or SEMO was five. I knew they were the five seed. Hey, were they had to play on the first night? They had to play Lindenwood. They didn't oh, have to play went, on the first it, night. So there, there was eight teams though. There was eight teams that. Oh, got wait, I, can, I can't even have it. I forgot it is an eight team. So EIU is actually out. I can't pick yeah. them. <laughs> Get uh, out of here. <laughs> Tennessee Tech revenge. Tennessee Tech gets it done. Revenge for who? Not many of them return. <laughs> Revenge for Pelfrey. Back to the tournament. Okay. First time since South Alabama days. Let's go. Yeah, GBO yeah. Farms is right. I am hating on them, but oh, you got to trust the nobody. Culture. Nobody returns from the team that has, is going to feel revenge. Just Pelfrey. Revenge, revenge angle. Get that Edwardsville shit out of here. They suck. 
I did. I got him out for the tournament because it's mainly that I, I like the length and their defensive capability. Um, and they bring back a lot. They bring back the most in this conference, but I, I think it's about who gets hot at the right time when maybe it comes more, to OVC. Maybe more headwinds. Maybe more headwinds because they got upset last year. Who did they lose to last year? I think Simo. They lost to Simo, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sticking with Tech. Let's go, GBO Farm. Give me Tech. Give me the Eagles. Uh, Tech no, was a be... two seed. What are you talking about? They were two seed last year. Yeah, you said bad. they were a five seed. They were five. Everybody <laughs> they they had the longest bye, dude. <laughs> weren't, they, weren't they like freaking 12 and eight in league play? How are they a two seed? <laughs> they were the two seed. That's uh, all I'm well, that's not a real two seed. Uh, <laughs> I think yeah, that's what we said when we saw this bracket, too. Yeah. With all, with the amount of teams that tied for third last year is kind of BS. That was the league that Colby was up in up in arms about. Why is this team getting like a staggered bye? Yeah, but uh, that's that's my preferred bracket format. I really need, like yeah. how you value the regular season there. I agree, especially with this bullshit nit new rule. That is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that came out today, and that now is that the I think about bullshit it, ever. That now that I think about it, this is the only tournament format that you can use moving forward. You have yes. to get your best teams in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, well, it's only the right thing to do. Like, this is the biggest fucking bullshit. Nobody wants to watch 13 and 19 freaking uh, UCF play 13 and 19 Boston College in the NIT. Yeah. So, Ryan Hasty in the chat, he's asking. So, um, during the workday, it was at like 3 o'clock when they announced this. Um, the NCAA broke that no longer in the NIT will allow automatic bids for regular season conference winners for all the mid-majors. So you could win your conference in the regular season and they would get an auto bid in the NIT if they didn't win the conference tournament. Now, the high majors, the six conferences, are each going to get two bids each for the next two highest teams in the net. It's bullshit because that's twelve of your total bullshit. And twelve of the teams that are in the in the tournament, it's it's almost half the field, and it it, it weakens the strength of the field. It really does because half those teams don't even want to be there, and half the teams aren't even playing some of the kids that played for them in the regular season. And North Carolina denied an NIT bid last year too. Yeah, it's it's total fucking bullshit. The NCAA fucking sucks. That that's that's all I can take from this. So, uh, Noah, what 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 league do we potentially have on deck? I know we got one more coming for you guys this evening. Doubleheader Friday night. Yeah, tonight it's Mountain West. Right after this, depending on when Colby's going to be ready. So, if he, if he'll <laughs> if he's going to follow through tonight, he said he'd be ready around midnight. So, here we go, that's baby. When, that's uh, what we're planning. That's why, that's why you turn on the notifications. Let's go, baby. So subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Like I said, we're here every single night. It's about to be Saturday, October the 28th. The season Mountain starts, West time. The season starts Monday, November 6th, which means November 5th, that Sunday. Every single – I mean, I think there's 100. You guys are on here for 90. three hours that night previewing games. Good God. I'm coming <laughs> in. I'm coming in blind. I can't research 190 games. Jesus Christ. I'm gonna go fucking 17 and three on my locks with day number one, guarantee. Um, <laughs> no, be no. What else you got going on before we get out of here? Um, if Colby is not on tonight, we'll be doing the Patriot League. Bingo! Oh, I love me some Patriot League. Go Army, beat Navy. I'm glad that game is now in the American, basically in football. It's, so it's the Colgate League. 
It is the Colgate. It is the Colgate League. So subscribe to the college basketball experience. Subscribe to the college football experience. They got the pregame show tomorrow, postgame show. They got shows all day. FCS experience, Big 12, best league in the land. Let's go. Um, yeah. So we'll see you guys here in a little bit. And, uh, yeah, we uh, see you then. Later.